episode of Two-Headed Game Master. I'm Cosmo, the first head. And I'm Dane, the forest head. Because we're in a forest. And oh, what's that there? We're growing another head again. Eee! Well, howdy do. <laughs> I'm Enzo, this episode's third most handsome head. Mm -hmm. Third most handsome? Yeah, third most handsome. That actually sounds correct. The, well, in a room the last three. one. <laughs> That's pretty good. Two-Headed Game Master is a podcast about writing, designing, running, and playing role-playing games where we discuss our favorite hobby, share our thoughts with you, and play some games sometimes, like today. Uh, well, Enzo, you're the one who kind of brought this, so why don't you tell us about uh, what's going on? What, well, what are we doing? What are we doing today? Today we Why will the be... fuck am I here? Well, you made me. <laughs> Just kidding. I want to be here, and I'm excited. Um, today we will be playing uh, Forbidden Lands by Free League. Um, it is a OSR style of role-playing game. And the first two heads will be doing a more in-depth kind of review of this uh, game system and the game itself, but for now... We're going to be focusing on just playing, and I will be running it. Yeah, um, I'm excited to be back on the podcast. And For folks who don't remember, Enzo's been here before. He game-mastered our first big uh, bonus episodes campaign thing, the, the Spooky Time Western. That was fun. Mm -hmm. So we're back, yeah, for another one. We are, like he said, this is in prelude to what we're going to hopefully start doing is some, like, reviews of other game systems as just kind of like a change-up, different way to do content on the podcast. And in order to review it, we're going to play it, and we thought we'd record that, too. I mean, free content, right? Yeah. So, you know. Woo! New system, looked cool. Let's, uh, let's give it a try. Okay. So we're going to kind of... Well, we'll set the tone and just let the also to be clear. Uh, this is has nothing to do with Elden Ring. I know it says you know Forbidden Lands, which yeah. is a zone in Elden Ring. That's a thing. Blah, blah. And if you look up Forbidden Lands with like fantasy role playing stuff, you're gonna get some confused returns a little bit because it'll yeah. take you to Elden Ring, the area of the map. Okay, mm -hmm. this is different. So. Forbidden Lands. Welcome to Forbidden Lands. In this tabletop role-playing game, you are not heroes sent on missions dictated by others. Instead, you are raiders and rogues bent on making your own mark on a cursed world. You will wander the wild lands, discover lost tombs, fight monsters, and if you live long enough, build your own stronghold to defend. During your adventures, you will uncover the secrets of dark powers lurking in the shadows, and in the end, you can be the ones to decide the fate of the Forbidden Lands. Ooh. So, we will start with both uh, Cosmo and Dane introducing their characters. Okay. Uh, you want to go first? Or you want to go? Well, I'm older, so I should go first. <laughs> okay. You're both adults. Uh, yeah, but he's you, an elf. For the, for the podcast, could you give a little blurb about the elves in Forbidden Lands? Yes. Um, without giving too much away, um, the characters and races in Forbidden Lands are called Kin, and the Elves... Because I just think it's really cool. Yeah. This is in the player handbook, 
just a brief kind of intro to the elves. The dawn of time, you fell like a rain of glimmering rubies, scattered across the land by the red wanderer of the heavens. Your task was to cover the barren land in life, for the wanderer wished to lay his eyes on beauty. You clothed yourself in flesh and brought plants from the ground, and soon you could walk singing through the lush forests of Ravenland, to the joy of the wanderer. So the elves in Forbidden Lands are, you know, similar to a lot of uh, other fantasies, but what's unique about them, I think, is they have... Um, their heart is a ruby. A magical. A magical ruby that just exists within their flesh. So there's still bone and flesh like the other kin in the world, but with a fun, I think, pretty original take on, you know, the immortal elves. Yes. So elves, um, <clears throat> my elf, Everett the Tarnished, again, not to be confused with Elden Ring, this is a different thing, <laughs> uh, is a relatively, well... So elves have been around since the dawn of, you know, this continent or world or whatever, right? But they can be born, like, two adult elves can fuse in their rubiness and whatever and pop out a little guy. So Everett was second generation, let's call it. He didn't fall from the stars. He was made by the elders or whatever. So relatively young in terms of elf speaking but still been around for centuries uh and because they can choose their own appearance so they can like you know never get scars everett thinks that's lame everett has scars on his face in the pattern of like a claw mark like he got raked by a bear because he thinks it's badass so that's a little physical description uh everett is a hunter and during his time in the forest, he tamed a giant elk, named it Wapiti, and rides around on a big elk with a bow, hunting. Uh, he worked as a forester for a small human, well, a human lord with a small little, you know, kingdom or whatever. I forgot exactly how royalty goes. But that's what he was up to. I think there's different, like, nobilities and royalties yeah. in the different places. It's, um, the setting is like a points of light thing. The whole continent is scary wilderness, and there's little, you know, civilizations, ca castles and towns and stuff where, you know, stuff is kind of safe, and everything out there is, like, dangerous wilderness. Mm -hmm. And everything between them is dangerous wilderness. So, proficient hunter, um... Rides around on an elk, uh, was doing some work for humans, um, and his pride is that his arrow always hits its mark. And prides are a very cool mechanic in Forbidden mm -hmm. Lands. Anything else I should say? Um, yeah. Everett the Tarnished. Cosmo, who will you be? Uh, well, will you give, um, give him a primer real quick on Aislinn human. Aislinn. So, there's, there's a couple different kinds of humans. Humans who came to the Forbidden Lands from different ways, but in I'm one of the types of humans. The setting, the Aislinn. Uh, 
the Aislinn, wait, yeah, the Aislinn have a more colorful appearance than the Alderlanders of the of Ravenland. They have various skin tones, always with a healthy luster. Their hair is always vibrant, regardless of color. Usually, Aislinns braid their hair. This is kind of just a descriptor. Um, the books aren't the best sometimes, well, but they. So Aislinns are one of the, they're yeah, they're yeah. one of the groups of immigrant humans to this land from thousands right. of years. So ago. like in classic fantasy, right? Elves and dwarves and like all the magical. They lived kids. there first, and then humans came, and now it's you know a land that humans consider their own kind of, but they're pretty much wrong. Yeah. 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 The new interlopers. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. I I was in the wrong kind of spot. So the Aisling, there's, even within the different humans, there's even more kind of broken up. So the Aislings seem to be more of a clan and nomadic people. There's different types that travel and live on the plains of forbidden lands. Um, the Aislings. I believe, yeah. That's kind of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm one of those types of humans, uh, and my name is Ziska Redback. I'm a sorceress of the Path of Blood, which is um, in the in the magical mechanics. There's there's a couple different magical professions. One of them being sorcerer, and then there's a couple different paths of magic inside of that. So blood magic is about using. Um, using sacrifices of blood to do stuff with like demons and fire and you know kind of kind of spooky dark magic shit um, she's uh, an adult same as Everett but an adult for a human you know is a different is a different age group in years so you know like I'm in my 20s he's in his centuries Hundreds. but we're both adults in terms of game mechanics. Um, so, uh, I was an apprentice lore master to another uh, sorceress. Um, I had a natural affinity for the Path of Blood, which is what, you know, got me probably, probably removed from my home. I suspect, like, my peasant family, they weren't super stoked like, to have, like, the magic. No, just like it's, you know, it's scary to have a, a child who's magic, so, you know, they get a little older and you're like, oh, we gotta get this kid <laughs> somewhere where... We gotta get this kid out of here. We gotta get him out of here. So, I went with another, uh, an older sorcerer, a, and I was an apprentice lore master, and had my natural affinity kind of, um, I, I started to, like, study and hone in on it, but then... There was a failed magical experiment which resulted in the death of my master. And I went into secluded studies. And a cool thing, I guess, is all of these life events come from the character generation part of the player handbook. And they give you... Uh, they direct, like, how you should place your attribute points. And some of them give you gear and stuff, like how Everett has his elk. That's from a life event in character creation. So I went into secluded study where I um, set up shop in, 
like an abandoned cottage on some lord's land and I did some you know freelance kind of magic work for them while I focused on my own studies and it just so happens that that lord was my employer mm -hmm. that's how we met mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh, we met doing a mission so like the the lordling of the the little lands uh, figured himself an adventurer and was probably you know exploring some old ruins or whatever and whatever Ziska, he was up to it was dangerous he shouldn't have been doing it Ziska was along and I was like acting as the guide keeping the lordling safe and uh, some shit went down and uh, kind of had to make a choice between this you know sniveling lordling and this up-and-coming sorcerer sorceress mm -hmm. so I chose the sorceress and uh, then just we decided not to go back because you know can't go back to the Lord and be like yeah we lost your son sorry he died so, so we just bailed yeah we said fuck the lemons and bail <laughs> <laughs> so we've set out from whatever barony or castle we were hanging out at and was kind of employed well Employed you for sure, sort of. I, I worked around there. But now, uh, we're out of there. We're off on our own. Yeah, we're off into the woods. So, is it time? Yes. Well, I had already opened mine. All right, speak to the mic. <clears throat> so it has been several days at least maybe even a week or two you guys aren't quite sure since the events led to your the loss of your gainful employment with lord harper harper um although you don't know that his uh, son is dead you are pretty sure um yeah we you never saw a body you but saw a body. you also didn't stick around to find out, <laughs> and you did not return to. Well, it's because we're not dummies. <laughs> to the Lord's uh, estate to let him know what happened. So, you also, me. with that, have assumed a lot of things that you know he won't be happy, which he probably won't be, and that it's not safe there. So, the characters Ziska and Everett set out. And you guys were working, say, around the Forester's Shroud. And for the audience listening, this game uses a hex crawl system, and so it uses a map. Um, and so the players will be traveling along it, um, and, and it'll be kind of journeying the way D&D would do, you know, cross-country stuff. But then when they find caves or dungeons then it kind of centers in and becomes more of a narrative without as much visual. So, um, you guys, for Cosmo and Dane, you guys left the Shroud, which was where you guys were employed, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's been a while, and to kind of lose the scent, or <laughs> lose anyone who might be pursuing, even though you're not really sure um, if anyone was following you, you skirt around a lot, so you don't really have quite good idea of where you ended up but or how you got here but you've been following a river now for several days uh not not a big road say but it's uh 
trail through the kind of plains and out of the woods, and you've been at it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll start kind of here. You don't have a destination in mind. You don't have a map of where you're going. Um, all you know is that from where you came from, the Shroud Forest is where the Lord Harper um, employed you, and near there is where also the ruins and the adventure that went Ari. Ari. Array. 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 Oh boy. Ari. But like. Uh. <laughs> okay. So, this is where. As players, you guys get to kind of decide where you'd like to go. We're starting kind of uh, pretty on the map anyway. There's stuff around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you what it is. But I wanted to start in the mechanic of the game that involved journeying. Okay. So we're going to say it's morning. It's the first quarter of the day. And in this game, journeys and each day is broken up into quarters. So right now you're in the, uh, where's my day cycle? Well, in the first quarter of the day, so that's like early morning, right? Yeah, dawn, mm-hmm. you could say. So all you get, well, yeah, we're, as far as the map, and sorry audience, you can't see, it's a hex crawl, so you have a lot, yeah. but you're also... There's, there's hexes in all directions, and there's hills and, and the players, and stuff, so. although the map's not folded out completely, um, you guys can kind of go anywhere. And you can see on the map what there is around. Up here, there's maybe a village, but hard to say. So marshland around you, and you guys are in plains. Okay. You guys are in, you do know enough of the terrain that you are in the mole what does that say? Moldina? Moldina. Kind of the Moldina Plains. Hmm. Well, I think uh, we should definitely try to find some sort of uh, settlement because uh, you know, as good as I am surviving off the lands, uh, you know, there's certain amenities mm-hmm. that civilization provides. Um, and also, you know, I'm poor. I don't know about you. I'm dirt poor. I have nothing. I have no coin. Well, that's what you get for losing (laughs) gainful employment and living, being a spooky witch in the woods. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I agree. I think we... I think we should follow the river. Follow the river until we find civilization and maybe... Well, so what's our main goal? Like, should we like how you feel about your magic? You wanna you wanna learn some stuff? Well, I always want to learn some stuff, but that's like a lifelong thing. Immediate, mm-hmm. my immediate goals would be finding you know a place, a place of some sort of civilization, and then hopefully some employment. Because it's hard to do the other stuff if we're grubbing in the dirt for dinner every night. Right. Well, what about uh, druids? You ever fuck with druids? Nope. I bet uh, I could rustle up a, a druid conclave or something, you know. 
I have connections. I'm an elf. <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, yeah, I'd like to. I, I'd be down to talk to. So yeah, let's we go find north. Some I could maybe learn some new you know, magic. Following or the river, river leads to people, uh, as the rule goes. Yeah, along the river, we expect to find some civilization, and then maybe yeah. I don't think that's north, but I think it is. <sighs> well, it's north to us. Yeah, and also it is north. Yes, it is. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure, but. Alright, so, uh, I guess our lead the way, which okay. is required when you journey. Someone has to lead the way. Yes. You can also, uh, while you're leading the way, or, yeah, yeah, while you lead the way, you can also, can't, well, it's combined with hikes, so, yeah. for the players to move a hex, they have to choose to hike mm-hmm. in, you know, the quarter, in one of the... Yes. If they want to move a hex. So we can move two hexagons per quarter day. Half that in difficult terrain. If you wish for to hike for more than two quarters, it is of course March, roll in endurance. Bummer. Mm. Alright. So we're in morning. So first quarter of the day, let's hike. Yeah. Our, hike. our lead the way. So that means when you lead the way and the party enters a new hexagon, roll for survival. Okay. I'm I'm just hiking and I'm following you. So, you can since uh, Dane care, Dane's care Everett is leading the way, but you're both hiking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziska can choose another thing on the on the table, and I think this game merits having lots of players in this journeying. But since we're only doing this with two, um, you can these the journey actions. They're not on. Oh. Yeah, it's it's only one set. Ah, oh, there's three pages. Um, to mm-hmm. So it's while you're awesome. hiking, you can keep watch, which also which allows you to you know scout kind of mm-hmm. and keep an eye out for anything happening. Um, I definitely want to be keeping watch because I'm a little bit of a paranoid person, and we're out in the wilderness, which is not like my super comfort zone. Okay. Um, so keep watch, roll scout once per quarter day. So that, for me, would just be well, a straight First, let me roll for leading the way, right? Okay, we right. Moved, we moved a hex. Yeah. So anytime you enter a new hexagon, roll survival. Yep. Which is all on wits, so that's, I take my attribute dice and my skill dice. So the way I got a six. So, Actions work yeah. in Forbidden Lands is you build a dice, you build a pool of d6s. Each point in your attributes is a d6. Each point in your skills is a d6. And then any bonuses you get from like spells or gear or whatever is additional d6s. And you need to hit a six. One of those d6s needs to come up six for a success. And then ones result in failures and penalties. Yep. And Dane rolled a six, so good. So you good so lead the way. Everett successfully uh, finds a easy path through the plains. Um, it's pretty open. It's you know early springtime, so there's a little bit of crispness, but with the sun kind of poking up, coming down, there's a lot of radiant heat coming off, and all the dews melting off. So it's kind of. A little bit of a evaporation scene, you know. 
And since you guys are traveling close to the river, there's you can hear the sound of, you know, crickets and stuff, you know, birds, bird song in the reeds as you move uh, northward along the river. Um, and nothing happens. You gotta speak up. Okay. Uh, okay. So for that hex, I am doing my keep watch roll, which is a scout roll for. Nope, wrong one. Um, if I fail, you don't notice an approaching threat. Does that mean if I choose not, if nobody keeps watch, we're guaranteed to encounter a threat, or no, just like that's still at my discretion. Okay. Um, but if say I, you know, if you I roll a random encounter, mm -hmm. um, and you are keeping watch, well, you might be able to see it coming before, you know, you just stumble into something. Okay. All right. Roll in a keep watch as we travel. That's three sixes, baby. Um, just so the audience know, just because you rolled three sixes, it doesn't matter. You just did good. <laughs> Kidding. Um, it does do a lot, especially if... Uh, well, for certain things. For certain things, especially if you uh, push. So, let me do a rolly roll. Why don't you say for the uh, you know the listening audience what you what are you doing? Well, I without spoiling it for us, but you're rolling on a table, right? I'm rolling on a table um, in the GM book, and I'm gonna see what it was. Six. So and we roll this every time uh, we enter a new hex, right? What? So, because our hike action, we get to move two hexes, but do you are you going to roll for every hex, or? No, I'm going to, so the way the rules say it is, at least when you're hiking, and in un, or in non-difficult terrain, and you guys are in that right now, which is just open plains, mm -hmm. you can move two, so you roll, uh, or you hike, and you lead the way, and you scout, or you forage, and that's broken up into the quarters of the day. So each quarter of the day, you do it again. Right, but so... So I'm not going to roll for every every hex, hex you okay. move into, yeah, yeah. necessarily. So looking around, um, as, as every kind of forest is away, and right now you guys may... It's still easy, but a little reedy, kind of along the river. But uh, Ziska, looking behind you, you can kind of hear, see, but can't quite see, but you can hear distant kind of hoofs. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't sound like anyone running hard, but it's kind of that clip-clop, clip-clop. Um, and looking back, you can't see anything, uh, but it's definitely coming from behind you, mm -hmm. um, the way you guys have come. Uh, but that's kind of it. Well, I say to Everett, uh, there are hooves on the road behind us. Um, there might be pursuit. Yeah, can might we not see anything behind us? I said no, but 
Can we do like a roll to see more? Um, if you want, I think so. Uh, you can do another roll, um, but I think you can either stay in this hex and kind of and do another thing, do another scout, or you can push through into the next quarter of the day into the daytime part. I guess either way, it'll advance the clock from morning to day. Yeah. Okay. So that's how it kind of works. So in the court, in the first quarter, the morning of uh, where we started, you hiked, uh, Everett led the way, and you kept watch. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of your actions in this journey part. Well, I say we keep moving, and if you know they come up behind us, they come up behind us. We'll be ready for them. Um, we aren't worried about pursuit. Well, like, what, you want to just, like, lie in ambush and just kill the kill them without asking any questions? Are you kind of, you know, a kill first, questions I, never? No, I didn't say, I didn't say murder anybody. I just said the, you know, maybe not necessarily be seen by horsemen on the road when some might call us fugitives. I don't think we're fugitives. I think we were just fired. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, just let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep, keep an going. eye on it, but like, you know, let's just go about don't, our business. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> All right, so we advance another uh-huh. hex. Um. So he does his lead the way again. Okay. That is not a six. So should I push? Well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna push. I think it's push because so, I also want some willpower. <laughs> for the for the listeners in Forbidden Lands, you never don't do something, even if you fail. Right. Something it, always happens, and it's either a success or a failure or a narrative continuation. Right. So lead the way. When you lead the way, roll a survival. Darkness complicates it. If you fail, enter the hexagon, so you keep moving. It's not like you stop moving, but you suffer a mishap, which is, which you know, I, as the GM, have the mishap table. However, if you fail, you can do a push roll, which is what I'm going to do. Try again. You, so you try the roll again with mm-hmm. the same dice pool, but you leave out the one... The dice that came up one. Yes. So once per action, roll if rolling more d sixes would change the outcome. You may push your roll. Reroll all two through fives, and ones on skill dice. If you get a six, you succeed. If you roll a one, it's a bane. This also activates any banes on your first roll. So I did roll a one hmm. on my attribute dice, so I got to keep that. So I get to reroll the rest. I do get a six, but I also get a one on my skill die. However, skill die, you do not suffer banes for those. Okay. So that has no effect. So I succeed, but I also suffer a bane, which is uh, suffer one point of damage to the relevant attribute and gain one willpower. So Oof. what's your gray? Was that? Is your gray one? Gray is skill. Skill, okay. So one bane on my wits take a point of damage there. You also want to build up your willpower, because your willpower is a resource 
that allows you to do other stuff. Willpower is how you use uh, talents specific to your profession as well as magic for Mm. the magic users. Okay, so... Now, I want to roll for fun. Are you resolving that first? So, yeah, we we still have to... We have to... But then there's a bane associated with it, right? Yeah. Well, not a mishap. It's not not a mishap. my bane. Oh, okay. So the bane's just for the character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was almost a mishap. Okay. And as Everett was traversing, he entered a stand of thick willow, and for a second... Was a little turnaround, but quickly was like, nah, nah, this is right. And although it was thick for a second, he easily kind of found the path and was not lost. Cool. Moving through. So that was uh, the lead the way from Everett moving through. So now it's all right. Now it's you. I'm doing my keep watch. Because keep uh, I'm keeping watch. I got a six, but I got two ones. Do they... Um... Ones don't count unless you're pushing. Unless you push. Okay, unless I'm pushing. So, so I got a six. As long as you get a six. So I kept six. watch good. Kept watch good. You've uh, been trying to hear and that kind of... That horse... The sound of horses had faded pretty significantly as you guys kept moving forward. Especially after you moved through the kind of willow patch and thicket. for the thicket and kind of came out on the other side you don't hear it anymore hmm. at least behind you but looking ahead kind of in the distance you can see uh further further away maybe a couple several miles out you can see kind of smoke stacks like from like a village likely just you know wisp of smoke in the crisp crisp spring air okay um, but you also, further, or closer from the smokestacks, closer to you, kind of along the river, you see uh, figures on horseback. Coming towards us from Not the village? Not moving, just... Mm. Um, and from what you can see, it looks like there's two. There's two figures on horseback. Um, and they're still... For the visual on the board, on the hex crawl board, there's still like another hex away. But you can clearly kind of, you can see them in the distance, like on kind of the next ridge. Uh, could you go through, so they're, what like range are they? So, because there's different range yes. is, so they're, So Forbidden Lands uh, doesn't really fuck with uh, like oh meters and you know that kind of stuff. It's yeah. just it's not a it's not a tactical grid based combat game. It's it's very it's, it's very narrative, narrative and right. it's almost entirely theater of the mind except for the visual the, hex. Crawl. Yeah, the the continent, the map. So there's um, like arm. Yeah, I've got I've got it right here. So the way it categorizes it is arm's length. Which is right next to you. Hit with a sword. Like, Cosmo could hit Dane if he wanted. Mm-hmm. Near is a few steps away, but in the same zone. 
So range and zone, range and zones are a little different. Reach out, like stab with a long spear. Right, if you got a long spear or a sharp stick. Short is, you know, they say they don't fuck with meters, but they give you meters to kind of reference. So short is 25 meters in a bordering zone. So in movement, a character would have to move their speed or agility to enter a different zone zone. and to close that distance if something is short. So short range is like, you know, shoot a short bow or like throw a rock at somebody. Long is up to 100 meters away, four segments, it says. Um, Typical terrain. Well, it gives some terrain examples. And then distance is just as far as the eye can see. So So distance could be as far away as like the next hex. And so these figures that we see on the road, they are... Distant. Distant. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Do we see them because they're atop their horses and maybe they haven't seen us yet? Um, They... Well, you see them because, yes, there's two figures on mounts on horses from the distance you can tell. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say if they can see you because I don't know if... uh, Everett is traveling on top of his mount. Yeah. Um, then you're a little okay. taller. They might only see Everett. Okay. But you both, and you pointed out, I assume. Yeah. And so you both can clearly see these figures. Riders ahead. Aye. <laughs> um, Not doing a voice. <laughs> yeah, me neither, really. I, I didn't come with, like, an accent or a voice for this, and I don't think I'm going to find one. Yeah. That's fine. I probably won't be doing much accents either for the NPCs. We'll see how I feel. Getting over a little little congestion, just, so just getting over Don't a little, wanna stress it for just the, getting over for a the little audience. <laughs> so uh So it's the we'll say it's the end of the, end of the second quarter, quarter yeah. of the day. So entering the third is what? Well Isn't it, it the second quarter? Well it's in the second quarter. Right now it is. Why? Because we did because you did, you already did like hike and lead the way and scout once. Yeah, you get two two of those per quarter. Well, you get you get to move two hexes, but each action advances the the clock. Mm. So we should have moved two hexes in that first one. But you but don't have to. During one quarter day, you can perform one journey action. So performing a journey action advances the clock. We both did. So, yeah, like, everyone hikes. When you hike in open terrain, you move two hexagons per quarter day. Right, but neither of us hiked. You led the way and I... But no, no, you have to hike to move forward. Lead the way and hike are are, are required. They they go together. So somebody has to lead the way, and the rest of the people have to hike. But hike, hike isn't part of, like, an action. You just... If you want to move in a hex... Or forward and a half. So, okay, I see what happened is you kept watch twice. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we moved slowly and carefully. I we mean, could that's have, how we, I kind of we could have just hiked. You didn't have to keep watch. Yeah. So I and I. So you're the one who fucked us. Well, <laughs> I might not have kept watch except I heard someone maybe chasing us, and I don't like that idea. Yeah, but we could have made so much more ground. Mm. Um. But what right, you so see ahead of you is... The end of the second quarter. Uh-huh. So in the second, so it is now 
approaching on. evening. It's coming on. It's like the beginning of evening. Um, you've seen these figures as far as you move forward. They haven't moved, and it's hard to say if they see you or they're just waiting. Okay. Uh, do I have to continue to keep watch, or no? We see them. Well, you see so, them clearly. So if we if we hike anymore, we're gonna do a forced march because mm. we've hiked for two quarters of the day. Oh. Because you're stupid, keep so, watch. <laughs> so you have to rest. So suspicious. You have to rest or yeah. sleep at least one part, one quarter of each day while. Well, journeying. let's just make camp and yeah. keep an eye on those fuckers. Yeah, I'm down to do that. Okay, so this one, so making camp is, so you're not hiking, neither of you are hiking, so no one needs to be leading the way. Mm-hmm. So, oh, shit. one of you needs to make camp, yeah. and the other, and or you both can make camp, our but make only camp. one of you rolls for it. Okay. Our make camp. I mean, he's got all the supplies. I'm the, the, the hunter here. Okay. So making camp is a survival. Is another survival roll. And I have a flint and steel, which adds one to my camp rolls. So okay. one for gear, one for survival skill, which is on wits, but I'm down to three. Is that how it works when you take a damage in an attribute? It also reduces your dice pool? Well, it reduces... Yeah, so... Wait, because yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. push. It right? does. So it does. So so like the more the more tired you get in a fight. Yeah, yeah. It reduces you your side. just base. And then strength. how do you get it back? Resting. Resting, eating, healing. Okay. Um, so as long as you. So yeah, rest is the opportunity to recover from damage. Yeah. So if you. When you rest and you are not suffering from a condition which blocks recovery, you regain all lost attribute points. If you are interrupted by intense activity, you do not rest. Sleep is like rest, but if you go a full day without sleep, you suffer a sleepy condition. Uh-oh. Okay. Alright, so making camp. Got my gear, got my skill, got my attributes. I rolled a six. Um, okay, while he is doing that, I'm going to forage. Okay, so stuff to forage. Survival. Survival modified by the terrain and season. So that's oh, on do you. you. Want to so fish? string. I have a fishing net. So I'll take his net and fish actually, because I'd prefer to eat. Okay. I'd prefer to eat, you know, fish over the fire than just like roots. I say, uh, hey Ziska, why don't you go try to rustle us up some some fish in yonder river? Uh, here's my fishing net that I've showed you how to use before. <laughs> Teaching skills, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what's the gear bonus for a fishing net? Two. All right. I'll add. Well, those didn't help me, but uh, I got two sixes. So, success in fishing means you catch a number of units of fish equal to the number of successes you rolled. So, two. Two. 
So one for each of us. Does that increase our supply dice, or is that just like we don't need to spend supply dice for I think, dinner tonight? So me, it makes sense, and the way I'm gonna play is if you. So you have your resource dice, and you have food with you, mm-hmm. but you fish, so you have two fish. Two of you. So That's you, food for each of us. Food tonight. of each of you. So we don't need to lose food. We can do it that way. And this is the kind of first time we're really playing it. Or if unless your resource unless your food resource size is already capped out, I would say you'd have the chance to increase it. Uh if we if you were like look, if you were only at like a D six left on your food resource size, you could increase that to like a D eight, I'd say. Because you've caught some fish and now you have some more rations. Or so what's a unit of fish then? That's not two single fish. Well, no, I think because it's there's a whole a there's fish. a whole table about crafting and cooking. <coughs> mm-hmm. So I think I think having the fish, we don't make any more rations. Yeah, we just don't. We have just to eat them any. tonight. Well, so I come oh. back with like some trout on a. I should have just kept reading. Oh, okay. okay. It explains it. Um, <laughs> you can consume... So you can eat fish raw. Mm-hmm. Gross. You then consume a unit of fish instead of rolling your resource die for food. You need to do this within a day or the fish will be spoiled because you can't cook it. So with that, the fish can be cooked by a chef or at an inn. So this game focuses a lot on that kind of survival aspect and not just building like a... A hitty hitty character, you need to be maybe balanced. Right, a wilderness guy. And be able to cook in the wild. But so, you can just, there's no there's no punishment, there's no so bad thing. None of us have eating. chef, so. There's no bad thing from just eating the fish. And mm-hmm. narratively, kind of makes sense that you didn't start a fire. Maybe these guys don't see you yet, but they would see you at night. And it is coming up on nighttime when it uh, gets so spooky this is... out. I know that it says you eat it raw, but my take is, like, you could roast it over the fire and consume it. It would still go bad within a day, though, if you didn't. You need the chef to, like, smoke it and, like, cure it for longer keeping. I think narratively, if you cook it, yeah, what? (laughs) Okay, so what we said. I got two units of fish, which is enough to feed both of us. Yes. Yes. And we don't need to roll... On our yes. you don't roll for dice. anything. You guys are fed, so you also don't suffer any hunger penalty for the day. Okay. And we um, have access to water, so and we have we a camp. Water. So then, for the night, for the night quarter of the day, we snooze. Yep, you guys made a very nice uh, Everett made a very nice camp, or found a really nice spot, kind of covered in case of any weather, by some you know kind of willow-like trees and a nice kind of fishing spot where it kind of came twirled in and then where fish hang out um so that's so now it's the last quarter of the day it's night yes uh so i would like to rest i know that like you know there were those those people up there but you know if we take it easy i don't think we need to keep any like hard watch yeah i think it's all right you know like, you know, if they come up on us, then, you know, we'll wake up and we won't be totally ambushed. But, like, you know. We're, we're not on a mission. We're not going to set an ambush. War. We can just camp, you know, out at night. And, uh, you know, what PT will probably alert us if, like, some predator comes along. Good. So you're both going to sleep. We're going to rest. Mm-hmm. So, like. I wouldn't say full sleep, 
but like you know catch a couple z's well so in in the game of forbidden lands it says when you're journeying that you have to sleep well yeah so we're resting yeah which is also sleeping Mm -hmm. right like it's under the action like you have to rest and so yes we are sleeping yes narratively light sleeping but yes sleeping Mm -hmm. mean just mystery dice you know <laughs> boop, 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 boop. it's gonna be a real bummer when we die <laughs> the first the first combat because <laughs> i didn't make a backup character no i didn't either but i mean I, I, it wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, to just I think roll it's. I think character. it's cool. Then uh, it's cool that you know we're gonna stick with it. We'll talk about this more when we do like an in-depth review, and um, you know, just talking now while Enzo looks through the book. But uh, the the game is is built on a lot of like random dice I mean, tables. It is, it that is can... pretty hard to die, right? Because you have to be broken first. Yeah, but. Stuff can just, like, randomly happen to you. Yeah, and then we have to suffer a lethal critical injury. Mm -hmm. That being said, there's not a lot of resources we have to, like, rescue each other. uh, Do much major healing or anything. Okay, you guys ready? Mm Mm-hmm. As the... So, you know, hey, you guys had your dinner and everything, and it's, it's nice. You guys are resting. Uh, how do you, what's your amounts? How do you say? Wapiti. Wapiti. Uh, <coughs> Wapiti. Wapiti. Wapiti the elk. So, so Everett, as you're kind of, well, as an elf, you know, sleep is kind of, eh. But, you know, kind of dozing, meditative state, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, you are woken from it by a nudge as well as immediately hearing these sounds. As well as it wakes uh, uh, Ziska. D- Ziska, sorry. Mm-hmm. You hear the sounds of battle and a violent bellowing mixed with battle songs and cries. Uh-huh. Along the road, kind of the way you guys were going, you... Well, you, there's way here, I guess. There's more to this little mm-hmm. bit. But you wake to the sounds of battle and yelling in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's further away and kind of just over the hill and kind of by the river as well. You can see a decent amount of firelight kind of dancing off the river and in the kind of plains and the tall grass as well as the kind of you know, water trees and willows that are kind of mm-hmm. growing along the bank. Um, but through the thicket, and since it's night, you can't quite make out what's going on, but you can hear the sound of, you know, weapons and swords clashing together and yelling 
and <laughs> verbal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, part of me thinks this isn't any of my business, but I think it's I'm really curious. I think it's major not our business. Um, if we get up and engage with this, have we forfeited sleep? So I think the the sleep is busted okay. because of the noise and the yeah. sound. All right, and like I I don't know about you, but I'm not going back to sleep here. Are you kidding me? I mean, I was gonna try maybe. <laughs> what and if they we can't sleep? What if they well, the battle moves? This yeah, way? I'm having this more whispery, and your guys' fire has like mm-hmm. you know yeah, died down. down. Is just there's a little what bit. What time of, of year cold. is it? It's spring. Okay. It's early. It's you know it's about what we have here in. The Rockies, okay, the Colorado's cold. Okay, but. so a little chilly, but some like during the day it's mostly pretty nice, but they're still cold we snaps every now and That's true. And you okay. guys are in the plains, so it's cold at night, but not too cold. And you guys just sleep by a river, so it's a little chilly. And I have, well, I have sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think I think we sneak up and just you know take a look. Yeah, sneak up that way. You know, what if what if somebody could use our help? Yeah. Um. Would this be um, would this be like tactical action within our hex, or would this be like so? This is out of our hex. So we're in an encounter, basically. Okay, so but we, we're inside. You guys are also both sleepy now. Okay. So what that means is you cannot recover wits except through magic, and if your wits are broken while sleepy, you must sleep for at least one quarter day to get up again. Oof. So you suffer for one day, one point of one point of damage to your witch each day. If this damage breaks your witch, you collapse and sleep for at least one quarter day. As soon as you have slept for at least a quarter day, you are no longer sleepy, and you can recover with normally. Okay, so it's so, still evening, or it's still it's nighttime so, right now. We're in. We haven't entered the second day. So, because so we are just the sleepy condition. We haven't taken a wits penalty no, yet. Not yet. Okay. Because it's still. I'm still saying it's. But when as soon as we get the to the next day. day well, so we yeah. Will. When when do we suffer the penalty to wits? It'll be the start of the next day. So in morning. When we pass into morning. Right. So right. this encounter is taking place in the fourth quarter of the first day. Okay. Since we've started playing, I'm gonna do my best to, as far as journey and traveling, to keep track of that, okay. so that you guys. Don't have to too much, but just so, so it's nighttime. It's late at night, but it's not hasn't been like morning hasn't started yet. Okay. Um, so you have the sleepy penalty or the sleepy condition, and yeah. So, yep. And you guys wake up to this, and while you guys kind of discuss what to do, the sound like has not stopped. It's just there's a fight. There's there's a battle going on. Alright, so I'd like to sneak through the weeds to the battle. Yeah, I'm gonna follow him. Okay, so let's... Should we do this at the same time, probably? Well, so, if we're group stealthing, I believe the person with the the lowest rolls for the group. Um, you might have to fix that. Wait. Um, is it move? Wait. No. Stealth is, is agility. Yes, yeah, stealth is agility. 
but it's not, it's not on, on our combat. cheat sheet here. What a useless idiot cheat sheet this is. <laughs> what, what the fuck? What are you looking for? Oh, stealth. So do we both have to roll okay. stealth simultaneously? So, or no, it's, no, no, it's so right here. So it's agility, group. it's group stealth. You basically choose who has the best chance of winning, okay. no, of rolling no, it. No, it works different. Read it. Read the whole text. Okay. It is stealth often is wise to least. avoid combat, sneak past the enemy instead. Roll an opposed roll. See if they... Use your stealth skill against your adversary's scout. If you win, you manage to sneak past them without being spotted. You can also use this skill to remain hidden, avoid discovery when you are stationary. Third way to use this skill is make a sneak attack. Group stealth. When you and other adventurers use stealth side by side, each of you don't roll for the skill. Instead, only the PC of the lowest skill level rolls, and the result applies to the whole group. Helping is not allowed. Yeah. So whichever one. Yep. So the loud boy, of one. loud girl of the group. Always clomping around in her boots. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, hey! Mm. But it's opposed, no? It is opposed, and I didn't have these, uh, these chuckleheads. Didn't have these these uh, individuals' skills written on. Uh oh! <laughs> That's a game master yeah. party. Well, pal. I believe they, you know, roll as a group as well. Mm. That'd be my guess, but you'll know, see. I'm new to this game. I don't know. What are you trying to get out Why of here? Don't you worry about that? Uh, we should have split up. Well, mm. maybe we still can. Yeah. Because I'm stealthier than you. Because I'm an elf. I'm an elf. And you got hella agility. Mm -hmm. So agile. Yes, and nubile as well. <laughs> Don't know how I'm gonna slip it in, so I'm just gonna say it. Uh, elves, when they like take a lethal damage, like their gem gets shattered, and then they can be like, well, so they get broken, they retreat into their gem, and then, and then just then their gem, their gem could be crushed. Yeah, right. It's vulnerable to being crushed, but so like, like ever, it's been. Uh, if you've seen yeah. Steven Universe. Yes. So what what did we call it? Uh, sundered. Sunder. Sundered. It's when an elf elf's uh, was broken. Their life gem. Also, another cool thing is uh, you have a dark secret, which, you know, since it's a secret, we didn't share. But uh, you get, like, XP when you face your dark secret or whatever. So this think, is uh, almost done. So I think uh, we should aim... Uh, you know, take take a look at what's going on, but uh, Everett is, you know, about kindness and helping people. So, like, if it seems like, uh, you know, it's a, I don't know, trading caravan getting attacked by bandits, uh, Everett would like to jump in, 
Um, but if it's like just like two, yeah, if it's just night like two armed groups fighting each other, that's hardly our business. I don't know that Ziska cares that much about like bandits doing bandit stuff, whatever. But we're a wilderness team, and I kind of rely on him to keep me safe in the wilderness. So if he's going to get involved, then I got to get involved too. Yeah, you will. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. So I got my roll. Yep. So. Now, nothing except ones and sixes matter, right? Well, or in an opposed on your first, roll. On your, okay, so an opposed roll, I believe. <coughs> so what you, you got a six? Uh-huh. Is every six they get cancels out one of the sixes you get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you got to get more sixes than they do right. for an opposed roll. And... Scouting is wit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, yes, they're rolling a scout. Right. True. Mm -hmm. Shit. <laughs> Biscuits. <laughs> loud piece of shit I'm not loud at all I stealth great they're just really good at detecting they're in a battle right now okay, how loud so... do you have to be <laughs> so as you guys are sneaking through the through the brush uh -huh. uh, towards this and you come up kind of kind of part some of the brambles you see uh, hands, uh, traditionally handsome elf oh um, in vicious combat with a large, like, muscular, like, bare-chested orc. And they are going at it. And as they lunge and parry without hitting each other, they occasionally stop and are hurling insults at each other. Oh, okay. So it's just two guys? It's two guys. <laughs> um, there's, like, some light around the... There's, like, one big fire uh -huh. kind of that they got ripping. Are they on the road? No, they're like kind of where like similar to you. Okay. Where you guys were camping by the river. Weird. They're posted up by the river. Um, you see there's a tent and a fire and you know, two horses kinda stabled together. <laughs> um but as you guys kinda sneak through, uh Ziska Steps on a very loud tw snappy twig. <laughs> see, I think that's bullshit. I rolled a success. <laughs> but you know, they rolled well, only one. I only rolled for one of them, which just means that they saw me. It doesn't well, mean it doesn't mean I'm a clumsy fuck. Well, the elf <laughs> who's uh, you know, as they break away and that well, loud snap. Well, maybe not to you as a human, but you know, <laughs> as an elf, it was loud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the loud snap as like, and it just happened to be an instance when they like clashed and like broke away from each other, and then there was the loud snap, and they both. Like, not, like, looking at each other anymore. Both, like, turn and, like, arm, like, swords, swords up to that. Mm -hmm. And both, or the elf uh, calls out, Who goes there? Uh, Reveal yourself. It's Everett, the Tarnished. Uh, what's up? Um, you guys dueling? 
Uh, the elf still um, has a big two-handed sword, and the orc has a big, like, warhammer. Uh, it's really none of your concern. Yep, just, uh, you know, heard... We were, you know, down there and heard you guys and we're like, what's, so We what's thought there might be trouble. If it's just, if it's just recreational playtime, could you keep it down? Other people are trying to sleep along the river. Hey, uh, is this guy, I got, I got a silver on the elf. And it's like, this is not a betting contest. Oh, that's good, because I don't have any silver. <laughs> and he, he kind of, lowers his sort of bet. Uh, but, uh, fellow elf, uh, you have a kind of a sharper eye for culture. Are you, by any chance, a poet or, you know, actor? Uh, no. <laughs> I would say strongly no. Uh, my stage is the, is the woods. <laughs> and the elf uh, turns and uh, looks at the orc and is like, Roka, should we... Uh, maybe some early critique is in order. And the orc, although orcish, has a very low... I'm not gonna... So Forbidden Lands tells you how to talk like an orc. And the orcs have tusks. So it recommends you put your two fingers in your, in your lower lip and talk. talk. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out for the audience. Why not, Helderman? I'd love to have a little critique before we put on our show. Um, okay. And the, both of them kind of, you know, they put down their swords and kind of invite you, like, out of the woods, like, and held me, or Roka, the orc, kind of, you know, gestures in. It's like, we have a little bit of, you know, drinks. They just have, like, some, they just have some, a flask of wine that's kind of hanging on a tree. Uh, and he walks over and he pours you both a cup and is like, invites you to sit down at. A log. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I take the cup, sit down on the log. I do too. Uh, Heldman approaches you and is like, my name is uh, Heldman, and I am a traveling minstrel, and I've had an interest in uh, orc culture for a long time. <laughs> and this here is Roka, and I know what you're thinking, how could an orc have a beautiful voice? But let me tell you, I heard him sing... In the town. I actually wasn't thinking that because I'm not racist. <laughs> I was thinking it a little bit. <laughs> um, and they both uh, tell you how they met, and Heldman is trying to put on or put together a theatrical show um, to put on for both elves and orcs and kind of bridge the bridge the kind of ever yes, is very into that idea. the kind of uh, kin, kinism, hmm. racism. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. Animosity. Yeah, animosity between the kin is big time in this, even between the different types of humans. Um, but there are forward-thinking people, hmm. and Everett's one of those. Roka <laughs> is uh, orc smith who was working in the town, but uh, Heldman heard singing and asked if he would want to you know, take on this venture. And so they've been coming out to the woods in kind of secret away from the town to practice their show. And it, after watching it and after telling you, it was clear that they like were never hitting each other. It was all theatrical, like choreographed, <laughs> choreographed movements okay. that they were uh, doing together. 
Um, and they they perform. They do their do their show. I think performances can hear this. Do they kiss at the end? Is that the <laughs> no. Is that the, how they're gonna try and? It's more yeah. of. <laughs> I think it's more of a show of like cultural, okay. Like you know, the elves, like high, dancey, like planned and careful steps versus the more rough, rough and brutish like orc hammer, like in their text. So, let's see. So, so they rolling a performance. I'm just doing, and it's not contested. Like, well, I guess so. Singing and performing are highly valued in the Forbidden Lands. Performance skill can be used in several ways. So, recovery, when someone's wits or empathy is reduced to zero. So, I guess I don't really need to, but... Well, actually, hold on. Uh, I do have a penalty to wits, but I am also sleepy, which said wits can't be healed, right? Mm -hmm. It's, uh, when so you can use performance to bring them yeah, back so you to don't, you don't Performance is kind of a method of like healing right. wits or empathy but because i'm sleepy it wouldn't do anything right Damn. so i was excited but it's not as much so i'm just gonna do you shouldn't have given us the sleepy condition then well, you could have done something you guys got woken up by them okay they... but ziska is a pretty harsh critic and uh so she has an empathy of three which is what performance is under so if they don't get three successes she's not gonna give this I mean, basically, you know, no thumbs up from Ziska unless it impresses her. Right. So I'm going <laughs> to do a roll for their... So we got... Boom, 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 boom. There it is. So empathy... Okay. So four... And then they don't have right now. They don't have accoutrement, so they don't have somebody with a soundtrack. Right. It's so, just them. It's just them. But so and Hildman the minstrel is kind of the lead because he's the one who's this idea. Is, so he's the one who's gonna roll as well. But with Roka helping him, he gets a plus one modifier. Mm -hmm. Which is, I think is a skill dice. Yeah, modifiers are skill dice. Mm -hmm. So, <coughs> Gray will be the skill dice, and then just his base. And he might have performance, but I didn't write it down. So, so you know, 1 6. So, it was a good, you know, it's okay. still early. Yeah. You know, they've been practicing for maybe... It's also the middle week, of the night now. And it's late, and so, <laughs> <We're> like... <sleepy. laughs> and you guys were really awoken, but they were very nice and invited you in okay. to, you know, watch and critique. And so they finish they finish the dance, the duel, and it ends with kind of a Heldman, like, pushing back and, like, them both stepping away as, like... <laughs> What's what have you, Roka? Two immortals trapped in combat for eternity. Uh, I can't best you, and you can't seem to best me. Seems we're more equal than I thought. And then he kind of, you know, lowers the sword and does a big bow, you know, to Roka. stands up, Roka, and Roka like kind of puts the hammer down 
as like your one point to your elf. <laughs> but I respect that shit out of you. Wait. Your one point to your elf. But I respect that shit out of you. And then Roka breaks into kind of the ending song of some, I don't know, some sad lament of orc and elf okay. fighting. And, it, and the song is like very good. Ziska does like a polite little golf clap. And she's like, it's not bad, but it uh, it needs some work. Well, was, of course, of course. Uh, I'm looking to get, you know, since I I play the instrument, but I think I'll be, uh, unless I find a better swordsman, I'll be kind of the, you know, one of the players. So I still need to find, you know, a, you know, an instrument. I have heard there's, you know, there's a goblin who would, uh, kind of bring it all together, I think, add a little to the diversity of the group. Um, but yes, it is a work in progress. I, it's not ready yet. <laughs> give us another, give us the rest of the month and uh, we'll be putting it on at Prong Village. Okay. Our first show. Mm. Can I um, roll, like, I want to give them some very constructive uh, stuff. So, like, to make their performance better, uh, okay. So, like, an insight, I guess? Or I like... think it would be... Well, tell me what you're thinking. Well, I have at a first thought. what I was thinking this is... is I would use my background, uh, my childhood. I was trained by, trained by Red Runner Elves, which are, you know, the, like, militant fuckers. Yes. Um, and left because of politics. But, uh, you know, I know my way around a, a battle. Me, personally, I'm not a swords sword fighter you know i use my bow but i might be able to like help make their combat more realistic or maybe something else hmm. that's my thought so this is like late in the night still right so we're like we're drinking wine late into the night talking about how to talking yeah, about their performance and stuff yes um uh, are we, like, are we starting a theater troupe with them? <laughs> Kinda? Is that what's going on? If you are interested in that. Like, he's like, do it, like, he already asked, like, are either of you, like, do either of oh, you it's... play an instrument, or? But I could be an advisor. Mm. Um, I think I can call on the demons of the mist and give you authentic mm. magical special effects. I will say you can do a roll. Uh, manipulation is what I'm gonna say. Okay. That's mean. Well, it's more like... Well, I'm trying to think, like, it's either... Which is based off of your empathy, or it could be... Your wits. And... Oh, back. Too many. And it would, you know, for the... For the, uh, skills that the game gives you, I think it's either manipulation because you're like, you're sure. trying to give advice and change kind of the way they're doing it to maybe something better or just insight into kind of, but I would say right now, so these two are friendly, mm -hmm. you know, in the kind of how they feel to about us. to you yeah. and you guys, well, you guys kind of decide how you feel about them, but you're friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say it's more of insight because, like, Everett's not like an emotional. He's not a poet. He is a seasoned hunter, mm -hmm. 
So like he's talking about choreography, not about like, like you know tactics and being like, oh, your footwork's wrong. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's I think it would be more insight than. Let's say insight. Okay. And you're not so it's unopposed really. Yes. You're just rolling to see if you can think of help any any little thing, right? You know the details are the important parts. Fuck, failed. Would you like to? Push? No. Well, sure. Okay. So that's a one, but a six. Okay. So I suffer another point of wits. It really, uh, <laughs> really took some mental capacity. Well, it's, well, it's not your strong. It's like four apparently. in the morning now, and we're drinking. And you've so. been drinking. <laughs> and so I didn't even consider that, like how much you've drank, which that modifies, you know. That could have been a minus one. Probably didn't, you know, drain the wine flask unless, you know, I only took what was offered. Yeah, I wouldn't have rudely drank all their drink. But we are up late talking, like, talking artsy fartsy stuff. You know, Heldman is so. Heldman is very, like, flowing and, like, he seems like he can do this all night. And just, like, (laughs) you know, keeps refilling the cup. Roka is getting a little more reserved and starting to get kind of. Just like hands steepled like against the log, just like uh-huh. just kind of smiling and like and just like he's he's probably been drinking a lot more, and who knows okay. how long they've been out here drinking before they woke you up with sure the practice. I think I've been drinking kind of a bit, and now I really like this idea, and I want in, and I want to like do special effects for okay, their well, show. Well, so I mm-hmm. I would like to improve their footwork. Okay. My success. So yes, success. You had the success, and kind of you talk through it, and you and Heldman kind of get up and like grab two sticks. Yeah, and and, and it's a little, a little, you know, it's a little sloppy, but like mm-hmm. he sees what you're talking about and kind of likes it, and he, I think, well, you can kind of decide what you what you tell him. What footwork should they add or incorporate? Well, just incorporate. to clean up their footwork, right? Like you know. Uh, they're they're using their upper body a little bit too much you know like that's not how you swing a sword you know you mm. swing it from the hips and you gotta watch your footwork so you gotta move so like, your feet you can't just like mm. swing back and forth without moving right so like you know make it a, like a dance mm. and like i <laughs> imagine that's what hits is like you know it's a dance mm-hmm. and oh, man, it's and like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and they're both into it nice so Well, what do you, do you guys usually, uh, like, go back to town, or, like, do you sleep out under the stars? Well, and they, uh, Roka falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But from more drinking and, like, he's, like, super into this, and he likes it, but there's, like, uh, incentive of money for him, so he's... Mm-hmm. The art of it is less appealing to him to than mm-hmm. it is to Helmet. And as far as it's the, a living, the message, okay. and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty good at smithing, but like, I, I'm sick of this town. Like, well, it'd be cool to try. Now that like the traveling is open again, like, mm-hmm. or he'd like to see, and he sees this as a opportunity. But right now, since they don't have a show, and this is this is Helmet telling you kind of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Since they don't have the show ready yet, they can't start performing and, like, getting money yet. They need to kind of figure it out. They do need to hire, like, a band or another minstrel to play for them. You know, you, like, when Ziska mentions special effects, he's like, oh, 
<laughs> what kind of special effects? Oh, stuff with fire. Fire and mist Ooh. and smoke and blood. Yeah, he's like, oh, that'd be really, that'd be really cool. He's like, pulls out like a little, like a little <laughs> pocket, like journal and like, starts writing it down. Um, but then he tells, he's like, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm a traveling minstrel, but I came across, you know, Roka over, uh, just north of here in, uh, Prong Village. Um, not a very big place. I was surprised to find, you know, an orc so far from the clans and as well, let alone one that could sing. Um, and so I looked out, so I've been convincing him and we've been practicing for a little over a week now. But yeah, we go back there, you know, I stay at the inn and, you know, until we kind of figure it out, I think we're waiting for the right, the right minstrel. We need, I have, as I mentioned, there's, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Silvertongue, uh, the goblin minstrel, uh, but he, I think he would really kind of bring out the best in this. Uh, can I do a lore roll? You can do a lore roll and... Uh, for Silvertongue? For Silvertongue and... Yeah. Mm. My wits are... My wits be hurting. <laughs> uh, no. Just a fail. Okay. So you kind of scratch and... Yeah, Never you, heard of him. You don't, you don't know Silvertongue. Um... But he's like, ah, oh, well, you know, he's not, he doesn't play much, you know, he's, you know, he's a goblin, you know, some of these villages are still pretty, but, he, but he's, I've heard, I've heard him play like once and, you know, haven't gotten, but then he left like that night, so, and that was before I came up with this idea, so, mm. but I think he'd be perfect. Okay, well, I'm, I was mainly asking, is like, because like, I'm pretty tired, <laughs> uh, so like. Do you guys go back oh, to town? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, well, yeah, we can all go back to town in the morning. We normally, you know, as you can see, Roka's already asleep. Can, uh, we, can we sleep in a little bit? No. Yeah, like, we, I know we'll travel with you back to town and, you know. Okay. No, honey. Um, and he's like, if you need to sleep, of course, but, you know. Well, I was just thinking, you know, like, we sleep in out here. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, and then we can we can get back to town, you know, midday for lunch. Yeah, Elman seems like he'd stay up all night if you wanted, but like, you know, whatever. no. But I no, like that plan too. We're we're sleepy boys. We've been on the road. I mean, for days. I'm a girl, but yeah, yeah, we're okay. sleepy. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, of course, I I can. You can be quiet and make it quiet, and don't worry, yeah, I'll I'll stay up tonight. I'll keep, like, uh, I'm really good at tracking though, so like. If you rob us, you better kill us. <laughs> no, no, no. I, we both. Me no, and I say it with a honor. smile. I'm a, it's, it's a joke. It's a yeah, joke. It's a <laughs> joke. Of course, of course. I see you. You guys know what you're doing. Um, okay, so it's end of night, or it's that's the end of the first day. As you guys kind of fall asleep, and it enters first quarter of the second day. Okay. So we rest. Yeah, we spend that so first quarter. We spend morning. Sleeping. We like, we sleep until eleven. Okay. So, sleepiness removed. Uh huh. And does that heal my wits? Uh yeah. So since you slept for the full quarter, so you slept mm -hmm. through the morning. Yeah. Um yeah. S no more sleep, sleepy condition as well as it heals, um your wits right. and empathy. Sweet. All right. All right. Well, I think that's a good pause for our first. 
uh, well, session here. So that's, that's the beginning of our uh, little Forbidden Lands adventure that we're going to do. Um, yeah. So uh, our next regular episode is going to be a review of this system, but we're going to continue to release um, bonus episodes on our bye weeks right that's our plan yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna play through the whole adventure and then you know yeah. post that shit so um that's that's upcoming and that's gonna be you know fun bonus content so there's gonna be uh releases every week coming up um we're gonna release our regular episodes as well we're gonna get back to regular old 2hgm but um we're gonna keep playing and keep recording this so if you like our stuff check out 2hdm.com and uh you know we and have some other newly stuff there. released yeah, is afterlife so, the um the post-apocalyptic adventure setting and game system all in one combined with a bunch of with you know player species full combat system all this stuff and a bunch of adventure hooks something like 60 something adventure hooks like in the book i can't even count that it's high. yeah it's so much to do uh it is available on drive through rpg search afterlife apocalyptic role-playing game mm -hmm. or post-apocalyptic post apocalypse role <coughs> fucking hell <laughs> afterlife apocalypse ro fantasy role-play is what it is apocalypse yeah. fantasy role-playing is the game afterlife drive through rpg we have you can also uh, see it there's going to be a link on our website yeah there's going to be a link on the website we also uh it comes in print for 25 dollars or the pdf for 15 but if you buy the print you get the pdf for free so you know it's a good deal yay um join us next time for another episode two head game masters thank you to the burning saviors for the use of their song pondilla's finest the intro and outro to our show thank you to Inzo. For joining us. Thank you, Enzo. As a third head guest You're game master. Fucking welcome. And there's gonna be more, so uh oh, yeah. see you next time.